Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Bottled Up Podcast. I'm here with another guest coming at you live. Who are we with? Uh, you're with Christian Eckes, driver of the number 51 uh, Toyota Tundra for Kyle Busch Motorsports and number 15 Arkham Menard Series for Venturi Motorsports. And you are feeling better from earlier this season. Just want to confirm that. Oh, yeah, man. I'm, I'm feeling good now. Back back to normal. I'm uh, looking to go win Nashville this weekend. All right. Yeah, that's a big race coming up. I bet you're excited for it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's kind of a pivotal turning point for us in the season. You know, obviously Talladega didn't go well. And uh, we had that hiccup at Salem where I got sick. And, yeah, we're just we're trying really hard. And hopefully it all pays off here at Nashville. Yeah, and I'm sure it will. You guys have been fast. And you guys just finished up some testing, didn't you? Yeah, we tested on, uh, I guess it was Monday now. Um, so, really looking forward to uh, going back. You know, I honestly thought we had a really good race car. So, uh, like I said, lots to look forward to. And hopefully we can get the season back on track. Yeah, and it's not too far off, thankfully. It's sort of been watching it and following along, and it's just been really, from a fan's perspective, a roller coaster. And yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine how it is behind the wheel. But, yeah, Talladega uh, was a bit rough. What what all happened there from the broadcast? It seemed sort of like it was just a – well, obviously it was just a racing deal. I didn't see any, like, malice or anything behind it, but it was just wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, um, you know, just overall, we, we bailed from the lead pack. We were actually leading the outside lane at the time just to get in a little bit of a safer position. And, you know, we kind of bailed to a pack that I wasn't very comfortable being in. And, um, you know, unfortunately, it kind of uh, proved me right there. Um, and, you know, we just got involved in a crash. But, um, you know, we had a really fast number 15 JBL Camry. It's just uh, weren't able to put it together, to be honest. Um, you know, I felt like we honestly had a, a race-winning car. You know, we started 12th, and we made our way all the way up to 4th before we bailed. So, um, you know, I was very happy with our progress, and unfortunately, we just threw it all away. So, um, like I said, we're really looking forward to uh, bounce back here at Nashville. Right. And originally, the plan for uh, for this week's episode was to focus on sim racing. We we're going to have Malik uh, Ray, who races in the Peak Antifreeze Series, and Anthony Alfredo, who... Well, doesn't really race competitively on iRacing. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. He's not very good, unfortunately. <laughs> he's gotten better, though. I mean, he used to be really bad. Now he's mediocre. <laughs> uh, you know, this is probably one of the times I'm almost happy he doesn't listen to the podcast. At least I don't think he does. I'm probably going to get a text on, like, Monday morning. Dude, what what are you doing? You're bashing me on your show. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll get the same text. <laughs> yeah, but, no, he'll get over it. <laughs> you and I actually did some racing at Talladega. Actually, correction, you and I almost did some racing at Talladega until you said you wanted to go to bed at eight fifteen at night. So did you? Yeah, get any- dude, I need I need to get my beauty sleep. All right. <laughs> did you get any uh, practice in on iRacing? racing? Is that a, a typical thing for you to try and get some sim racing in at the tracks you're going to be going to? Yeah, um, usually a couple me and my couple buddies. Um, you know, I haven't raced officially on iRacing in a, in a very long time. I'm starting to get back into it now because it's really taken off over the past year. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, a couple buddies, you know, me, Harrison, and Todd, like to get on for races like Talladega or uh, Daytona. I mean, uh, earlier in this year, 
we got on a few times before the arc race, before the truck race and stuff like that. And we just kind of practiced and, you know, you really can't feel anything at those type of racetracks. So, and you really can't feel anything on iRacing as well. So, you know, as far as that, it's really realistic and just, you know, making moves and learning how to time them and stuff like that. Right. And you actually did some racing earlier this year, you and Anthony and a couple other truck series drivers at Invitational, mostly truck series drivers and a football player, but (laughs) yeah, and that was at Martinsville. I was spotting for Anthony that race, but you ended up winning that. So did that, uh, give you a bit of a confidence boost that you can now go up and when you are running the truck series, you know, sort of wave out the window. Yeah. I beat you on iRacing. No big deal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think it just gave me some confidence that I can iRace again. Like I said, it's been such a long time that I haven't been on iRacing and, you know, I finally gotten to uh, that one race after a few month uh, hiatus, and or actually a few year hiatus. What am I talking about? I've only ran like two races in the past two years, and uh, but yeah, no, it was it was cool. I, I like getting on everything when I have the time to, for sure. Um, I, I want to get my class A back. I keep bouncing back. Like there was a time, I don't know, two years ago, one year ago, something like that, where I just get really bored halfway through a race then just leave but that takes a really big toll on everything you have on iRacing so i want to start get back to it since it's become really really popular over the past you know it's been popular for so long you know i started iRacing in 2011 but um you know it's really i feel like it's taken off more than normal here the past uh year year and a half or so yeah it's i mean i just got into it gosh june of last year and it's been sort of an uphill battle, but you know what? I I just had this thought as you were talking. We're going to go and check your stats live on iRacing. Oh, God. <laughs> Almost a 20% win ratio, which is actually pretty phenomenal. 3,600 I rating, which you boast about a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been way, it's been way better. Like I said, it, I, like I had a Talladega week. So the trucks were at five flags. I think it was... Was it 2016 or 15? I don't really remember where it was. Like, I went from a Class B 2.5 all the way to, like, a Class A 4.9 and a 4,000 I rating. And then uh, Talladega Week came around, and, uh, (laughs) yeah, I don't really have to say anything else other than that. Yeah, I just, I took my, uh, I got four wins at Talladega last week. Yeah, but you also probably crashed eighteen times. That was my problem. Like I'd yes. I'd run I'd run one race, then win, and then crash the next three and win the fifth one, and then I'd be like, Oh, I'm back <laughs> And then I just it just keeps happening over and over and over and over again until you're a class B two point one and thirty two hundred I rating, it's you know, fun times. I feel like you're attacking me directly because I was down to like a B one point five and like a 2000 i rating like it it crashed hard but oh yeah it's not a fun week i mean it is but it isn't it's it's great when you win a lot but when you're not winning you're ready to to throw your steering wheel out the window which anthony typically does anyways but that's a story for another day you should see his rig though man i i was there the one day i mean he texts me because I went over there the other day, I'm like, dude, this thing's terrible. And he texts me like a couple of days later, and this is I don't know, 2016 or 17. And he goes, all right, hey man, you want to come to Home Depot? <laughs> I was like, 
well, what the hell for? <laughs> he sends me pictures of a bunch of plywood and stuff like that. And he's putting this damn sim rig together. So it, it's a little sketchy. So <laughs> he, can, he can blame a little bit of it on that. You know what? That I can fully believe that story because I'll be racing with them or just like talking in Discord or something. And then all of a sudden you just hear in the background like, you know, huge bang. <laughs> And you're like, Anthony, are you okay? <laughs> I fell out of my seat, or like my seat locked up, or something like that. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, no, that sounds about right. <laughs> but oh man, so you take what you learn in i racing and carry it over. You've got, you know, experience in the trucks now. What's you've got uh, wins for the snowball derby? Well, win, sorry, but you That's take. Sad. I wish I had that in plural, but yeah, that's at least a, I got one of them. Are you going to be heading back there for years to come? Uh, I haven't raced. I, mean, I don't plan on going this year, but I didn't race this past year. And oh, you were saying? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like I said, I I crashed. Um, I think I've crashed twice and won once, so not a very good uh, bet there. Sounding like Talladega. I had, um, you missed last year. I had Steven Nassie on the show about a week after it happened where he got into a fist fight with his pit crew. That is the single most listened episode of this show by a factor of 10. Like, <laughs> it's unreal. And he just absolutely tore into it. And I, I get it. Tensions, tensions are high when, you know, you've got this huge race on the line. But, I don't know. Are there any stories like that from you? Not necessarily like fist fighting a pit crew, but where you sort of had it all there and lost it and lost your mind. Um, yeah, not really so much lost my mind. Um, definitely had some tough moments. Um, mostly in a super late model. I crashed a lot of shit in super late model. Like I ate a lot of stuff. Um, <laughs> Not something I'm mostly proud of, but you know, it's uh, there's a lot of learning experience I've had, and I'm very thankful for those, and thankful to get through them. Um, and, you know, I've been lucky enough. I crashed at Talladega, but that was my first time in the Arca car crashing. I don't know how many starts I got, like thirty or something. But um, yeah, it's been pretty tame lately, to be honest. You know, I had a lot of a couple moments in supers, but other than that, I mean, I've been pretty good. So, how exactly did you get all into racing? I mean, you've you're certainly working your way up the ranks pretty quickly, racing for KBM. That's pretty incredible at a young age. But how did you start out and get to where you are so quickly? Yeah, you know, most of it's just due to Toyota. Um, you know, they really jump started my career and kind of latched on to me per se after I won the Snowball Derby. Um, you know, from there, it's just been it's been straight steady progression. You know, I met uh, Billy Venturini back in 2000. You know, I actually got uh, recommended because we were looking for, um, you know, a place to run ARC. Uh, I just got done running late models or actually getting into late models and stuff like that at the time. And, um, you know, we were really close with the Byrons at the time. You know, me and William grew up racing legend cars in a way. And he was kind of on the, his way out of legend cars when I was, you know, starting. Um, but yeah, I mean, from there he, we got introduced and, uh, you know, we put a deal together for 
four races or something for 2016, you know, it's kind of involved into a, a great relationship and, you know, something I'll never take for granted. Yeah. It seems like it's worked out pretty well for you. And how did you get from there into racing in the truck series now? Yeah. You know, I, I kind of formed a relationship, um, through Billy in, in the ARCA series with Toyota and, you know, kind of just steady progressing up the ladder. They wanted to get me in a truck and, you know, we got into a truck, uh, last year for a few races and, um, you know, it's steadily grown into seven this year. Um, you know, hopefully that blossoms into a even better relationship coming up in the future. Wow. So what, where do you, I guess in five years, see yourself, are you going to be in a cup car outrunning Anthony on iRacing still, and then in a cup car as well? (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean it's just hard to tell man i mean you can't really uh can't really say because you never know what could happen you know tomorrow i could could stop racing just from a freak thing so you know i hope to be in that situation obviously but um you know i'm just kind of taking it one step at a time and uh you know doing my job the best i can and hopefully it uh, all works out in the end right and you know i don't want to take up too much of your time here so one one thing we always have guests do here on the show is there's always a story with the first personal car that they've had always something Corey lajoy um had a nintendo 64 in the back of his and would pick up women by saying hey you want to go play mario kart getting in the backseat and then whipping out a controller you know <laughs> there's always always something so what was your your first personal car first personal car Probably the Red Rocket, the infamous Red Rocket. Um, Anthony knows about the Red Rocket. I mean, the Red Rocket is a stout little car. Um, oh, my God, dude. I'm looking at your iRacing right now. Oh, no. That is a lot of races. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, you've ran like 900 in the past two years. But anyways... Back to what I was Don't saying. Don't you change the subject on me, Christian. <laughs> Back to what I was saying. Uh, what were we even talking about? <laughs> I just got blown away by 900 races. I Listen, I do a lot of racing. I've won 51 of them. I'm very proud of it. I've won 10 road races, all of which this year. So, And that's 51 as of the time of recording. By the time this releases, it'll probably be like 60 or 70, you know, <laughs> on Saturday. But Oh, yeah. Right. Um, I mean, yeah. You ran. How many races is that day? It's like nine. No, no, no. Yesterday was, let's see. No. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. All right, sorry. Eight. Uh, yeah, eight yesterday. And. You're all running those bottom split SK modifieds <laughs> and tour modifieds and Jesus. Strength of Fields 1900. Listen, I'm ranked like 23rd in the world in the in the wheeling mods, the tour mods. Yeah, because nobody races them. Well, <laughs> that's not my problem. I was racing with you on them, and I gave yeah, I, I spoon fed you a setup, and still yeah, it was so loose. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's the excuse. No, it was really loose. I spun out in it. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the exact words were: "You had gone silent for like 20 minutes," and Anthony was in the Discord too. <laughs> And I think Anthony said, like, is Christian even still here? I'm trying everything to stay with this car. <laughs> Every trick in the book. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I was dragging front brake in it, trying to get it to turn. No good. 
the guy no that, uh, good. <laughs> the guy that built that setup is Lee Overton, teammate of mine for uh, League I do on Friday nights. So I'll be sure to relay your comments to him that his setups are extremely loose. <laughs> yeah, no, that was. I mean, it was good for like three laps, four laps. And all of a sudden, it was just like, oh my god, what happened? But I would like to point out, in those eight races, two of them in a row are wins. I'm just saying. And I led every lap in those races. Just saying. <laughs> but, That's cool. Win a top split real quick and then come back at me. You know what? After <laughs> after this recording, I'm going to take you on in iRacing, and we're going to do... I'm going to put up a private session, and I'm going to tweet the results out as they happen. Are you on? Do you take the challenge? Do you want to get embarrassed, man? Because I don't really <laughs> feel like embarrassing on public. Oh, all right. You know what? You name the track, you name the car, and we'll use the same fixed setup, and that's how we're going to run this. Trucks at Richmond. You were like a second off me the other oh, day. Oh, no. Come on, man. <laughs> I made a mistake. <laughs> well, all right. Okay. I'm a man of my word, so we'll tweet how it goes. But uh, No, no, no. I'll, I'll do whatever you want here. <laughs> all right. We'll settle that. We'll, we'll figure that out after the podcast ends you can check it out on twitter what happens it'll probably be it might be my twin pete (laughs) 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 my pinned tweet (laughs) uh the results of this race that we're gonna do because we are both very i think it's fair to say we're both very competitive and both very confident in our eye racing skills so (laughs) but yeah I would be a confident if I won every bottom split race, too. It's all right. <laughs> I don't win every bottom split race. That's the worst part. <laughs> My win ratio is like 5%, 5.5%, which is... Well, it's it's better than 4. Yeah, that's true. I mean, most people's, their win rating is like 1 or 2%. 3 is pretty good, so I take solace in that. The top 5% of 30.4 that I've got, I'm impressed with that. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I've only I've only raced that much. I got to get back on it here. I mean, I'm not gonna be running like no 900 races or anything, but <laughs> I mean, like you ran 925 in the past years. I've ran four. <laughs> like, we're gonna fact check this. Anyways, four. so you were you were talking about your car, the Red Rocket. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what we were on. We were on the Red Rocket. Yeah. That's a that's a stout piece, man. It's a 2010 red Lexus RX. No, I don't know what it is. RX 350, maybe. It's a total mom's car, <laughs> but that thing rides smooth. I mean, it's it's a nice piece. Transmission's probably about to blow out of it, but it's all right. Oh, these things happen. So yeah, I'm I'm actually just gonna tweet a picture of just that and tag you in it. No context whatsoever, and that's how we'll know if people have listened to this podcast. So, is this a, uh, yeah, I'd say this is a fair picture of it. I'm going to show Christian just so we can confirm that that is, in fact, the right car. Hang on. Where do I? No, oh, wait. No, no, that's way too new. Oh, that's 2010. 2010, dude. Okay. <laughs> oh, does it have the roof rack? Yes, it does. Oh, let's go. <laughs> So, more like this? That's your style? Oh, yeah, dude. That's the Red Rocket right there. The Red Rocket has a rich history, dude. There's not many people that don't know about the Red Rocket. 
I I guess this is now even more public knowledge. I had not heard the story of the Red Rocket. I follow racing pretty closely. But Yeah, no, that's the Red Rocket, man. But all my friends know the Red Rocket. That's what that's it's a nickname. Like they don't call it you wanna take your car, you know, you wanna take the rocket? Yeah, sure. <laughs> hey, there you go. I mean it's got the nickname of the rocket, the red rocket, I mean, whatever you want. I've got Personally, I drive a 2014 Impala LT. It is... I don't know the history of it. It was possibly like a police interceptor. I got the battery changed by AAA once. Not because I can't change a battery, but because Napa was closed and I needed one immediately. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah, Napa sold us the wrong battery. And I was like... I couldn't get it in the car, so called AAA. They did it for the exact same price, and I just took the battery back the next day. But when they put the battery in, they run a test on the car to make sure like everything's right, and they put the VIN number in, and it came up as Chevrolet, you know, it said model, or make Chevrolet model interceptor. And I was like, and then the guy asked me, he's like, are you a cop? I'm like, no. At the time, I was like 19. I'm like, no. Because well, this is a police interceptor. I was like, oh. So the story was that it was a, a used car out of Atlanta, but possibly not true. Or it just came up wrong on the screen. Who knows? But <laughs> I'm not going to take up too much of your time. We're going to get this race done. We're going to see who wins it. We're going to tweet out the results after that. For anyone listening that doesn't follow me on Twitter, it's at Bottled Up Radio. Do you have any sponsors or social media that you want to plug at the end here? Well, you know, obviously you can find me pretty much everywhere. Uh, it's probably at Christian Eckes or somewhere in that fashion. Um, I got the best sponsors in the world, man. We got Toyota, uh, JBL Audio, Mobile One, Series 6M. Uh, yeah. What, one, last, one last question. Because you're sponsored by Series 6M, does the Red Rocket get Series XM for free? I wouldn't call it for free, but the Red Rocket definitely does have Sirius XM. I have not asked, though, so maybe that's something I can ask for later on down the road. There you go. That's how you seal the deal. Just put them, they are the primary sponsor on every single race for free of charge if you get free Sirius <laughs> XM in the Red Rocket. There you go. That's right. But thanks so much for joining me here on another episode of the Bottle Up Podcast. I think we have plans for you to return alongside Malik and Anthony. And that's going to be one great episode. Maybe we'll get all four of us together in a race afterwards. Prove once and for all. I imagine the finishing order is going to be Malik, me, you, Anthony, maybe. Who knows? We're really ragging on Anthony yeah, you in this wish. episode. <laughs> we are <laughs> really trashing on Anthony. He's he's a friend of both of us, so it's okay. No ill intent, and he knows this. But, yeah, absolutely great time having you on today. Thanks so much for being here. All right, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely.